Hey, what's going on guys? Welcome back to another episode of The Culture Podcast with Kyle and Alexander. And our guest for today is Robert Hoops of Hoops Photography. Yeah, thanks man. Uh, um, just a, or a local photography, uh, local photographer, excuse me, um, that I, you know, I liked, liked his work and I followed him right when I started started the page and, you know, was doing all my all my stuff. and admired his work so I reached out to him and asked him to come on rock and roll yeah, yeah. it's good to be here yes uh, so just you know give us a little bit of background about yourself before you know you like where you're from mm -hmm. uh, where'd you go to school you know, did you go college anything like that yeah Let's sure see. so yeah I'll give you a rundown um, yeah lifelong Kansas Cityan um, it's been awesome to like you know uh, I turn 39 tomorrow so like I've been yeah, here my whole life and thanks mate um, yeah, it's just, uh, it's been really cool to, to like grow up in Kansas City and like go through all its various phases where, you know, you necessarily didn't love downtown. There wasn't a whole lot to offer like back in like the early nineties or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, but I was a kid to be fair. Yeah. But right. But like, you know, like in high school, I remember going to like the very first, first Fridays mm -hmm. and it was like three places and then now it's just like this huge explosion, but like just the downtown corridor here, um, you know, when, when power and light opened, just opened up everything else and connected the Northland to the crossroads and then beyond. Um, I just, it's just been so cool to see that, that organic growth and that it just explosion, this, this like cultural artistic renaissance and just to be a part of it. Mm -hmm. um, you know, going, going to school for creative things, like there was always the stigma, like, yeah, you gotta move away. You gotta move away to the coasts or to Chicago or whatever. And um, yeah, kind of glad I stayed in KC because it's been super cool to, to be a part it, of all this, you know, yeah. so yeah. Um, I initially went to college for theater. I'm sorry, okay. I went to college initially for art school. Sorry, I went to art school initially um, at KCAI, um, lasted one semester. Um, one of my classes was photography, yeah. <laughs> and I was fucking horrible at it. Yeah. <laughs> this is a, this is like still back in the day when you had like, you know, we're developing your own film, and uh, I, yeah, I failed that hard. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just a lot of stuff went down um, that semester, September 11th. Um, a good buddy of mine died, a tragic accident. He was an expert sailor and he drowned. Um, I, I, don't do this, don't. I, uh, I, I, instead of living in the dorms, I like got a, 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 an apartment off campus with mm. this girl who like told me she was in love with me and like oh, it all yeah. just, when she, <laughs> she just needed my parents to co-sign, you know? Yeah. Uh, so it all, just, it all just went to shit. So I was like, okay, all right, all right, we're gonna reset. Like, because I, I knew I, I always wanted to go to college. I was like, I'm going to college. You yeah. Know? So I took a semester off, and then I, I went back to uh, school to study um, English and, and literature and writing um, with a minor in theater. But then uh, the school I went to was Park University. Um, my junior year opened up a major uh, um, option for, for theater. Okay. And uh, I was always attracted to theater. When I was in high school, it was like, am I going to go to college for theater or, or, or art? Um, and I was always, you know, kind of known for my art growing up as a kid and everything like that. Um, 
but like the thing I love to do was really to like tell stories. You know, like I was drawing comic books. So okay, that's cool. Um, and same with like photos. I was like taking photos with like disposable cameras of like my 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 Star Wars action figures and stuff, mm -hmm. and making up scenes and like making up little stories. So that was like the that was kind of like the little hidden layer that I didn't really see under under the surface of the drawing. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, it just kind of made sense that like I went to art school and I felt kind of restricted by like going back to basics with learning foundational stuff, you know, like drawing cardboard boxes, like super precise, just to get it just right. Yeah. Um, I missed that component of theater where it's this amalgam of like all these various mediums of creation. Um, you know, writing your own script and then sketching out the characters and the set and choosing music and then, you know, writing, you know, for the beats of the music and lighting cues and just like all that, all that stuff. Um, I was really attracted to that in theater. So that's, that's why I chose to study it and major in it. Um, yeah, so my interest in photography kind of waned off, but then after I, I graduated college and got to a pretty safe job, um, DSLRs became more accessible mm -hmm. right around that time. Yeah. Um, makes me feel old to say that, <laughs> but um, yeah, it was just the time. So I got my first DSLR and started um, messing around with with concepts, the, the the thing that got me into photography was um, the desire to take my my ideas and sketches and the things I was drawing mm -hmm. and put them in the real life, and yeah, in the yeah. real space. And that was a lot like directing a play and you. conceptualizing like script or something like that. So my theatrical background heavily lent itself to my interest in photography okay. and why it kind of became a thing and people started noticing my my weird concepts because yeah, you know, it was, just, it was very theatrical. Um, very conceptual so yeah that's that's about where it leads me and how I got started so that's that's pretty cool yeah that's um that's cool how it all kind of it was it was full circle yeah full, sure yeah full circle thing um yeah. okay so that uh you covered my first question already uh which was why you chose photography uh, oh, well, okay, let's go back real quick. Do you still do anything in, in the, like the theater department or anything? Dabble just a little um, bit? Or, you know, the photography. My best buddy, his name is Adam Roberts. He owns Screenland Armor okay. in North Kansas City. Um, he's really involved with like the, the, the local KC film scene. We had um, we had this one like uh, horror movie just that was filmed here a couple of years ago uh, called The Silist, and it's kind of blowing up right now. Mm -hmm. um, I was not involved in that. But like he and us, like we were kind of like in that circle, you know. I gotcha. Um, so it's like it's like I've dabbled with those people in and out, just doing like fun little indie movies, mm -hmm. just just for fun, really. Um, I've done a, a couple with Stephen Hancock as well. Um, he's done pretty well, uh, showing his stuff around the country and won some awards and stuff. But yeah, so I'll dabble in it um, every now and then. But having like a full time job, that eight to nine, eight to five, or whatever it is really pulled me back from that yeah um now that i'm making my own hours i'm i'm really pursuing those options like yeah. getting back into to professional theater and and doing more film so yeah I'm, I'm just starting to do that because my schedule has freed up very recently yeah that's, that's good yeah hey I, I love a free schedule make, yeah it, make your own hours and yeah yeah it's been been crazy the way that happened and all that stuff so yeah it worked out Okay, so my next question. Uh, now I know I know just a little bit about cameras, and I say just a little bit, just a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, like I wanted to get into the types of cameras that professional photographers shoot with. Sure. So, so what are some of the ones you use? 
Um, I, I, I'm a Canon guy. Okay. I like Canon cameras because I feel like uh, they're easier to use on the fly. Um, when I was back, going back and forth between Nikons and Canons, and, like shooting weddings and stuff back when I used to do that, I found it really hard to like switch like ISOs really fast. Mm -hmm. Like when you're like in a church and you're and it's dark and you need to like switch it up really really quickly. Yeah. Um, just the model of Canon I had at the time was, was super fast at doing that, and the Nikons I was working with were not. Okay. Um, so I I cut my teeth working with you know, I, the first camera I got was a, a Canon Rebel with a Nifty Fifty lens. I don't know if you know what that is. I do not. It's a fifty millimeter prime lens um, that the aperture opens up to one point eight which lets a lot of light in. Mm -hmm. um, so it teaches like, you know, fledgling photographers how to deal with, not deal with, how to, how to manipulate low light, which is super important. Yeah. Um, but it, it's a very costly, they call it Nifty 50 because it's 50 millimeters, but it's also like $150. Mm -hmm. Super cheap lens that'll like just make your photos look kick ass. Okay. So that, that was a really great starter kit. And I guess anybody who asks me like what to start with, that's it. Get a Canon Rebel and a Nifty 50 and, and learn how to, how to rock light. Um, so is that, but now I'm, I'm, I'm really partial to, to the Mark threes and Mark fours, Canon Mark three, Mark fours, five D's. Um, I currently shoot with a 35 millimeter, uh, prime lens. Um, I love that, uh, there, this, there's a rock star telephoto lens. It's like a 70 to 200 millimeters opens up to 2.8 or something like that. It's really great for, for shooting events, um, in dark spaces. Yeah, um, I'm. I love capturing motion, like just like freezing it. And yeah. If you're shooting like a like a volleyball game or something like that, mm -hmm. or something from far away, that's the lens. Okay. Um, but yeah, then like I, when I upgraded from you know, using the 50 millimeter, um, 50 50 lens to like a like a beefy 50 mil millimeter lens, um, I was using the Canon, uh, uh, their prime 50 millimeter, but it was like the the one that opens up to like 1.2 which is really expensive. Um, yeah. So I don't recommend it because you don't really need to open that wide, I found, because the, the depth of field is so short that like I could focus on your nose mm -hmm. and that would be the focus, but the rest of your face would be like blurry. You know, it's just yeah. like, you don't need it. So don't spend the money on that. So yeah, my uh, my 50 millimeter, or 35 millimeter opens up to like 1.4 and I hardly even open up that wide. Yeah. So Okay, so... Um, Let's get into you said you said a few words that uh, you know. I've done my research and know what they are, but uh, is that too jargony? People, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so I mean, yeah, some people. Um, so like, let's let's get into aperture, uh, yeah. ISO, okay, um, shutter speed. That's right. that's another thing. Uh, it's probably that's like three yeah. three main. That ones is. That, it's like the holy yeah. trinity. That's yeah. what I describe. It's like the, it's like the Triforce in Legend of Zelda. You know, yeah. you just it's. Photography is all a game about balancing those three forces. Mm -hmm. um, so ISO is is how um, uh, how you can knock it up like lower and higher to, to, to shoot better in dark spaces. So you can knock up your ISO higher to shoot in the dark better, but it'll make your photos more grainy. Yeah. So to combat that, you can use the other two. Um, you can open up your shutter speed to a slow shutter speed to let in more light. But if you're shooting motion, that's going to make everything blurry. Yeah. So you want a fast shutter speed if you want to capture that motion. But if you're doing like a long exposure, like the galaxy or something like that, you know, like stars outside, it's cool. You just like leave it on a tripod in a fixed position and mm -hmm. let the lens do its work. Um, yeah, aperture is the one that I feel like is is um, the real heavy hitter for for portrait photography. Um, so how it's kind of like your eyeball. You know, how open, how how narrow or wide you open the lens 
aperture lets in more light or less light. Yeah. So, you know, balancing out those other two forces where you can knock up the ISO or speed up or slow down the shutter speed um, just really affects how your photos look. Um, and the depth of field, you know, you can put everything in the background in focus along with your subject or your subject in, in focus and everything else blurry. I got you. So, yeah, just um, it's all about manipulating those three. Okay, so I know you said you you named off a few a few of your lenses. Mm -hmm. So would you say your favorite was the the rocket one? Is that the one that's your favorite? Ah, uh, I mean it's not my favorite. It's just I feel like if you know you're in a job that requires you to um, like shoot action or, or shoot events, and you don't want to be in people's faces, and you don't want to be you want to be an intrusive. That's the one to get. You want to get that telephoto. I got you. something like that. But no, I would definitely. I mean. I, I'm, I would recommend, you know, a good 35 millimeter or 50 millimeter. Um, I, I like primes, but I'm, I'm, I've very recently warmed up to like telephotos as well. It's just that if I found that like primes can open up the shutter, or I'm sorry, the aperture wider. So, okay. yeah, it's all about your preferences. There's so many choices out there. Um, very recently, I started doing real estate photography too. Um, kind of boring, but it's, you know, it's good money. And, uh, yeah. you know, that, that's... For those you want like really wide angle lenses, so I've been shooting with like 14 millimeter, 20 millimeter lenses for those. So. Okay. Um, okay. So how would you describe your your style? Like what are what's your preferred thing to shoot? Um, definitely people. Um, usually pretty women, <laughs> um, but it's, you know, I try to keep it conceptual. Um, it usually stems from kind of some idea or vision or, or drawing that um, I've put on paper again that I just want to kind of put onto the stage, you know, in front of the lens. So um, I love, like I said, I love capturing motion. So, you know, people with great hair, I love like flipping their hair around and just capturing and freezing that. Mm -hmm. That's really cool to do. Um, uh, I love playing with like lighting from behind, you know, you know creating, creating a halo with hair and, and you know, the, the contours of your body. Um, yeah, um, my boudoir work very recently has, has been doing like the most, performing the best on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Um, so I've got some ideas to kind of expand that in a way that I had a good friend sent me down recently and she was like, why are you shooting so many na like, naked women or women in their underwear? And I'm like, what? Well, it's, I'm good at it. Yeah. You know? She's like, well, you're it, more creative. It, it, it she's performs. like, sure. Yeah. yeah. Right. But she's like, you're more creative than that. You're better than that. I'm like, okay. I don't want to say I'm better than that, but I, I, I did take that to heart where she, says, she said, you're more creative than that. Like what's, what's, what's the angle that can push that and make it more unique rather than just like mm -hmm. putting a beautiful person, you know, skinnily clad in front of the camera, you know? Yeah. So that's, that's kind of my goal is to like kind of figure out how to push that a little further and make it, make it mean something. I got you. Um, so that's where that's at. Something I've, I've really, um, really got into this year that I haven't mentioned yet. I'm a certified drone pilot. I've got an FAA pilot's license to, to fly drones commercially, so that's, okay. that's something I do a lot as well. And I, I just fell in love with the ability to, to, to shoot from anywhere. You yeah. know? Um, so I've been doing a lot of drone modeling mm -hmm. where I'll shoot top down um, or you know, work with a model and like put her in like a really really cool creative place that can really hype in the air and, and take some images that way, shoot okay. some video, video clips that way. Um, so that's been my jam recently too. And I don't see a lot of people doing that in Kansas City. Um, mm -hmm. So I kind of want to be the one to like get ahead of that and be, kind of be known for that. So I'm trying to do a lot more of that. Um, yeah, so I did some really cool shit um, with a good, few good friends of mine this year. Um, 
Yeah, but I think you said one of your questions for later is like, what are your like, what favorite shoots? So yeah, I'll, I'll yeah. kind of save that because I've, I've done some, some of my favorite shoots this year using drones. Yeah, no, I mean, we can, yeah, we can get right into that. Yeah, so what are, your, sure, what are some of your favorite shoots? Okay, um, yeah, let's hop right into the drones. Um, a good buddy of mine here, her name is Whitney Zamora. Um, she's, she does my hair. <laughs> she owns a, a, a salon called um, Kansas City Hair Co. in Riverside. Okay. Um, we got we shoot together all the time, and uh, we got together. I had this concept to do like um, kind of like a not a fallen angel, but I had this like, drawing I did for a long time when I was um, kind of visualizing uh, self harm or like suicidal ideation to get kind of dark. But um, mm -hmm. um, I had this drawing of somebody laying on the ground, like they had fallen, and um, I, I guess. The, the blood coming from their wrists had like, formed this like wing formation. Mm -hmm. So we we just we just did that in person and um, created like just this beautiful image from it. Um, one of my favorite photos of all time. But we also did a video clip. It was just like me like like circling, you know, starting up close and then pulling back. Um, yeah, it's gorgeous. She really did a great job. Um, yeah, I did, I did a, a few others with. Uh, so the friends of mine, um, my friend Lori, her name is that uh, on Instagram. She's Macros and Manolos. She's really inspiring. Everybody should follow, follow her Instagram, Macros and Manolos. Um, I had this red ribbon and um, like long red cloth, and just like wrapping that around her in various ways, and it look, kind of looked like an umbilical cord. Mm -hmm. um, so that was really neat to do, and she was doing awesome poses with like this cool black outfit she brought. Um, really stylish. That was neat. That's another one of my favorites. Um, yeah, but as, aside from drone stuff, some of the stuff I've done just like on my DSLR camera, some of my favorites have been um, going way back. I one of my earliest concepts was called the Smoking Girl, mm -hmm. and um, it was just kind of like this exploration between like like dark, tarnishing beauty, I guess, but like the allure of it. Yeah, I I don't know. But it was so, it, I would have these models smoking and like exhaling like really beautiful looking smoke. They have like this black tar dripping down from their mouth. Okay. Um, and uh, everybody thought it was like this anti-smoking PSA. Yeah. And I didn't, that wasn't the direction I was going for. I could totally see how it could be seen that way, but it was more yeah. like just this exploration, like I said, just kind of like tarnishing beauty and like the allure of that, how it can kind of be intriguing or mis mysterious. Yeah. Um, I was a big fan of those. I liked doing those. Um, kind of moved away from them, just so it wasn't a crutch, you know? Yeah, I um, gotcha. Broadening horizons. Yeah, for sure, for yeah. sure. Um, yeah, yeah, just the, all my other shoots have been like, I did a really great shoot um, with this, uh, with a circus performance troupe called Moondrop Circus. Um, we traded services because they, um, they, they performed at a Halloween uh, fundraiser benefit I produced at Belvoir Winery. Um, it was awesome. They were like breathing fire and like doing like aerial stuff and walking on stilts um, on Halloween night. Um, it was so cool. Um, so in turn for that, I, I gave them like the killer photos and we went to the West Bottoms in the morning at dawn and yeah, we were there for hours and I just, I keep going back to those images. It's probably like 10 years old now. Yeah. Um, yeah, we just got so much good shit from that one. Um, yeah, and it was just like really, Really different from what I usually shoot, you know. They, they're these contortionists and daredevils um, throwing fire around and hanging from like really precarious things, and um, yeah, just like 
putting their bodies in really really neat positions. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was very different from all the stuff I'd ever shot. So yeah. that one always that one will always be one of my favorites. Um, yeah. Other than that, anything with in my home studio with like cool lighting and and you know capturing motion really fast. You going back to that? Yeah. Yeah. Gotta love it. Yes. Uh, so uh, one of the things that I well not one of I haven't got into taking pictures of people like you know doing portrait mm -hmm. stuff um, so I'm a big scenery person sure uh, so, so like, what are some of your favorite scenery pictures I saw I saw one while I was scrolling um, that one with the barn that was really oh, cool one. and then you. even because yeah. uh, I, I saw like your why well, I can't why can I think of the what what you wrote on it was you know you, you fell in love with just that that image is kind of like a like a worn down barn yeah yeah so yeah i really like that one but Thank what you. are some of yeah. your what are some of your favorite ones i i dig that one because a week after i shot that the barn was demolished oh and uh my my battery was dying on my drone so it was trying to land and that's that's right when this red-tailed hawk landed on top of the barn and like didn't give two shits about my drone yeah he was like, oh, whatever, you know? Yeah. I'm an apex predator, I don't give a shit what you are. Yeah. So I was like, oh my gosh, so my, while my drone is actively trying to land itself, I'm fighting it and like just circling around trying to get these cool shots of this bird. Um, and I got those, so yeah, that's definitely one of my favorite landscape ones. Um, yeah, everything I shoot, I, I never really do landscape on DSLR, it's all drone, you know? Mm -hmm. It's just you, you, a little easier, the camera to, to handle, in my opinion. Um, I was like, oh, like really early on. Um, I'm I'm a big fan of drone photography personally because I don't like. I think it's boring just to like get really high in the sky and just take photos from far away. I want to get, like, I love it because it's like controlling a camera in a video game. Yeah. You know, flying a drone is like playing a video game. It really is. Yeah. But like, you can put that camera anywhere, you know. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I want to get like up close and personal with like those things that we look at like the landmarks in Kansas City from far away mm -hmm. I want to see like the face on the Liberty Memorial statues yeah so I did that you know um, that was one of my best performing drone photos of all time um, I took one in the fall the the, um, the Western Auto sign it's been done to death a million times so I got really close to it you know and I got carefully of course I don't I don't I do this very safely yeah I don't I don't do anything that's like reckless I'm just I'm not to toot my own horn, but I'm really fucking good at dri driving drones, okay? Yeah. I just am. And, um, yes, yeah, so I was able to get, like, really close and do, do this really cool perspective, um, you know, because being a photographer is all about just the artistry behind the lens. Mm -hmm. um, that, yeah, that's, that's a really, really popular one, really, really good selling one, um, as far as my prints go. Yeah, um, um, yeah, I just, again, you know, I, I cut my teeth learning... To, to operate drones and fly drones when the Missouri River flooded a few summers ago. Mm -hmm. I was working as a social media manager at Park University. Um, I went to school there and a decade later returned to work there as their social manager. But they had this drone sitting around in a closet that their former social media manager had wanted to buy, but then the FAA passed the rule, the law, it's federal law, that you have to have a pilot's license to, to operate one commercially. So if you're okay. earning any sort of compensation or payment at all for your drone services, you mm -hmm. have to be licensed as a pilot and be okay. able to request airspace clearance, which is difficult in Kansas City. Yeah. It's really tricky in Kansas City um, because we have two major airports. Yeah. yeah. Um, but thankfully, the, the Parkville areas, if you're, you're trying to learn how to fly a drone, you want to mess with any of that stuff, just go to Parkville. There's, it's tucked right in between those two airspaces. You don't have to worry about that. Um, okay. But the Missouri River flooded, so I was able to, you know, it was big news. It was like all of my videos were like on the Weather Channel and stuff. 
So it was really important that I got that coverage. And um, yeah, I just, I learned how to fly a drone by like flying over floodwaters, you know, dodging tree branches and power lines and like all this really precarious stuff. It's obstacles that a lot of people, people are, don't really brave, you know, because they don't want to lose their drone yeah. or damage it. And so it was just like a really, really great learning experience to like have that real danger. Um, but to capture all that beautiful stuff that I did. So yeah, everything I, I, I captured that flood that summer, what was that, like 2018, 2019? Yeah, um, so I think 2019. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I got a lot, a lot of stuff out of that. So those are always be some of my favorites too. Because again, I don't like to like stick, you know, the stuff I got like way high in the air, like show the, like the total devastation, but like what I really, what really touched me was like getting up close to things like the submerged basketball goals yeah, and the, the, the playgrounds underwater. You're like, I wanted to get that right up close and personal to like, to show that, that real human side of the natural disaster yeah. instead of like just this big grand spectacle that people usually see from far away. Yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah. Like, uh, like you said, it's, I mean, it's all about perspective and every, everything will touch somebody differently. You can take 10 people and they're going to see 10, 10 totally different things. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, so where, has there has there ever been a place you've been where you wish you had your camera to take a picture, or or a drone or something um, like that? You just like, damn. Yeah, I mean, an easy one would be the ocean. I'm yeah. supposed to go to Destin at the end of the month in the summer if if the virus doesn't get too crazy out of control. Um, yeah, I just. You know, I, I feel like I belong at the ocean and it's just like it really calls to me and I don't have any of that in my portfolio yet. So I'm definitely planning on trying to take my drone out there Okay. Um, and get some footage then. Um, uh, yeah, no, I, I feel like really anywhere I've really wanted to shoot, I just, what's stopping you, you know? So I, I just do it. Yeah, I guess. So I think that's the only one really. Just, yeah, I'd love to get some ocean stuff in there. Yeah, yeah, I love it. I have, I have an affinity for water too. Right? So yeah, I'd- Rock and roll. I've only been, I've been to, you know, to the ocean twice. I went to Florida mm -hmm. and California. Uh, Where at? So, in high school, my mom and I went to um, went to West Palm Beach. Mm -hmm. So, and then we drove down to Miami. Okay. So we got to go to South Beach, and then we went over to Naples. We're on that side for a little bit, and then flew into San Diego and was like the uh, Del Mar, Solana yeah. Beach. Yeah, such a good area. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah, and and I didn't, I didn't take a. Oh, I did take a lot of pictures, but um, so I went with my aunt and uncle, mm -hmm. and they. It was one of those where they just wanted to like you know sit around and relax. So I went down to the beach, Uber down to the beach, and mm -hmm. then I walked like two miles. Cool. Down the beach line, just shooting a bunch of pictures. Right on. Yeah, it was it was, it was a pretty cool thing. Nice. Was, Colorado is by far my best. Or my my favorite spot. Cool. And yeah. I thought I was a beach person. I was like, yeah, this is beautiful. Yeah, I've been in Colorado quite a bit. It's yeah, yeah it's, it's 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 a gym for sure. Yeah, yeah. We I uh, my mom drove around, uh, and you know she was just driving around. We went to the Rocky Mountain National Park, mm -hmm. and I hiked up to a lake. Yeah, I'll, I'll show you the picture. It's probably probably my favorite picture that I've ever taken. Cool. Um, but yeah, so I hiked up here and I didn't stay for very long because the mosquitoes were ridiculous. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow, that is gorgeous. Look at the reflection. Holy hell. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah, that's, wow. my, that's my favorite one. And then I. Yeah, uh, the water's like a mirror. Yeah, it was. So uh, I 
did that one. So this is what I was I was originally hiking to. Uh-huh. It's called Alberta Falls. Uh-huh. And um it took me it I'm, I I was going faster than like a regular average pace person was. Yeah. So it took me like 15 20 minutes to get to. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to keep going. Um I think it was like a 4 hour hike to get to the lake and back and I mm. did it in three or a little over three yeah um but yeah i mean the, these colorado pictures were just they were amazing this this is a, a cool one that i um on this rock that this chipmunk's on i, I was leaning up against it shooting hmm. pictures this way and i saw i saw something move at the, oh, at yeah. the front of my eye <laughs> and i turned around and like he just chilling yeah just chilling. I, and th- this is the oh look at that that's so it. cool yeah, dude, that's amazing. That's really cool. Yeah, and then he did. He was posing and all. <laughs> he had one like that. Right on. And then that. Oh, one what around. a dude! That's a sexy fucking chipmunk right there. <laughs> Just yeah. Yeah. Right um, but yes, I very cool. I love I love the Colorado. So. Thank you for showing me. That's really um, neat. No problem. Have you ever been to Monument Rocks? No, I mean I've been all over Colorado. Garden of the Gods, Royal Gorge, De- uh, Dev Devin. Devin, I don't know. It's Kim. All over, Boulder, Munich, Pikes Peak, Pikes Peak, dozens yeah. of times when I was a kid. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I actually I have a, a picture for Pikes Peak. Yeah. One of the coolest things ever. So. Holy shit! Look at that rainbow. Yeah. So. Um, Whoa! And the mist behind it. Well, yeah. So that okay, is so, so magical. While we're, while we're going up. Uh huh. While we're going up, it's um, you know it's sunny, and then like you see on that one. The storm coming in. That yeah. Yeah. Um, and. Like everybody thought it was going away from us, but it was coming oh, towards us. Yeah. So like you know, it passes. It only lasted 10, 15 minutes, and then, then you got holy the, fucking shit. You got that. That's yeah. the most beautiful rainbow picture I've ever seen. Yeah, it's so, like it's because it's so strong. It's like the the colors are so vibrant, and you see the double rainbow. Yeah. Yeah. It was um, incredible. Yeah. Wow. And then you could see it on the like it. Oh, it look at that! Holy shit. Yeah. Damn, Earth is beautiful. Oh yeah, those um, are really great. But yes, yeah, so went to Garden Garden of the Gods too. But Monument mm-hmm. Rocks, that's actually in Western Kansas. Okay. Um, and it's just on the very cusp of it, or no, it's not not on the cusp of it, but it's just you know in the. Okay. No, I've never been there. Yeah, it's really neat. It's a cool little spot. Now, I mean, it's literally in the middle of nowhere. Uh huh. Um, but yeah, that, I mean, it was just a overall good trip because. Really, my mom and I went to take pictures. That was mm-hmm. the whole point of the trip. Um, and yeah, so that's you know that's what we did. Had a, had a great time. Righteous. She saw an elk. Yeah. And I didn't. Yeah. She when she was when I was hiking, she saw an elk, and I was so disappointed because you know I was like I'm gonna see an elk or like a bighorn ram or something like that. Mm-hmm. I saw a chipmunk <laughs> and a few rabbits. <laughs> Um, I did see a deer. I saw a deer, but uh-huh. you know I see deer all the time. Um, but yeah, so it was it was it was a fun trip. Cool man. Yeah, it's side of Colorado. Beautiful, yeah. beautiful place. Okay, so how uh, how we how I wrap things up on the show is I always ask the guest what is a piece of advice or knowledge that you want to give to somebody that maybe wants to get get in or be in your shoes or if it's you know just life advice in general uh, uh um 
Man, um, I'll, I'll answer the former first. Um, if you're looking to just start getting into photography and you want a DSLR camera, um, I said it earlier, just get a, a good Canon Rebel. Um, they're, they're not too expensive. And that nifty 50 lens I mentioned, it's like 150 bucks. I think it's actually like 120 bucks. But um, yeah, and you know, if, if something that I always found intimidating, like looking into photography at first was the cost. That's like something that's always stopped me from doing creative stuff as like a blue collar kid, like into adulthood even. Just, mm -hmm. you know, I always face this thing as an adult where like I have people who love me around me, like that mean well, but there's they're always like it's saying, Doubters. It's it's always yeah it's always just like this 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 variation of you're amazing but yeah you know there's always mm -hmm. that but don't listen to that fucking but don't listen don't to it. don't do it um, you know the, going back to that I, I I bring that up because going back to that topic of like the the uh, the upfront cost of photography mm -hmm. finance it find yeah. a place to finance it I went through Nebraska Furniture Mart and financed my shit and just never had to worry about it yeah it's paid off it's fine you know yeah do it just, yeah hell I mean like we're all you guys that watch the podcast, this is shot on a phone. Right, you can yeah. start on a phone. Yeah, they're so good anymore. Yeah, and I was yeah. telling you before we started, yeah. back in that social media manager job, uh, yeah, the minute I upgraded from an iPhone 7 to a 10X um, a few years ago, I, I stopped using my DSLR so much. I could do so much on that phone um, with, with the, all the creative apps that are out there. Like, mm -hmm. It's just magic, you know, and it's so easy. It's it's just, yeah, so the, there's just so, so much more, like, Early in the podcast, I talked about like you know when I was in art school, like DSLRs weren't accessible yet, and even like like digital illustration, like those are big now. Everybody's drawing mm -hmm. on their iPads. Like my drawing professors, were like that's a fad. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Yeah. It's stupid, you know. So yeah, there's just like all these tools accessible to creatives now that I didn't have 20 years ago. Like you guys, there's just so much. So I guess that leads into my second point. Your your your, your the latter part of your question was that you know what's general life advice? Just fucking. Don't wait till like your brain is broken and worn down, yeah. like mine. Um, do your thing, man. Do it. Um, I'll use a really specific example. I just like watched last night. So Anthony Bourdain, right, committed suicide. He and, and took the world by storm because the, you know he was living this like amazing life from the outside and, mm -hmm. and just inspired so many people. Yeah. Um, one of the last interviews he did on his show um, was a, uh, the songwriter of his favorite song, which is one of my favorite bands as well, um, Anton Newcomb of the Brian Jonestown Massacre. His favorite song was Anemone. Everybody should listen to that song. Anemone by the Brian Jonestown Massacre. It was Anthony Bourdain's favorite song. But one of the last interviews he did was with Anton in his apartment cooking him dinner. Mm -hmm. It was a really great episode, but he was interviewing Anton while he was in a very dark place. Um, Anthony, you know, we knew he was months away from taking his own life. Asking this person who wrote his favorite song, like, what inspires you? What keeps you going? And Anton Newcomb's answer to that was, you know, I, my purpose in life now, like, is just to show people that, like, if there's something you love and you want to do it, that you can do it as long as you want to. Yeah. I think that's all it just really boils down to. If you want to do something, just, you got to do it. Oh, yeah. You just do it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Just do it. It's, it's, it just Nike, sounds just so cliche, it. but it's it, just yeah. so true. Just it, do it. Yeah, it really is. And like, I mean, you guys have heard me say on the show before that, I mean, it doesn't matter who it is. If it's your parents, your best friend. If you have a passion and they think it's bullshit, 
their opinion doesn't matter. Your opinion is the only one that matters. And if it's going to make you happy, then you should do it. Yeah. I'd like to add on to that too. Find yeah, the people in your life that like are your cheerleaders. Yeah. I've got some people in my life. Like I mentioned Adam earlier, uh, my friend Whitney, like anybody who like just collaborates and models with me, all my friends who do that, um, man, they just, they're cheerleaders. They're always cheering me on, you yeah. know, and they're just that encouragement to have that around you. Like you need to hear it constantly. Like I do, especially just because the, the, the voices in your head are there more often than they are, you know, cause yeah. you, you, wherever you go, there you are. Yeah. You need that positive energy yeah. fed, fed into you. Yeah. So, so keep your when, cheerleaders close, you know, yeah. like really value them and spend time with them and talk to them and go out of your way to talk to them. Yeah. All right, man. Well, thanks for coming on. Thank you, buddy. Yeah, no yeah. problem. And see you guys. Well, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for watching. And we'll see you guys next time. Rock and roll.